Hi everyone, welcome to the second episode of Love You Always. My name's Aileen, if you're new here, welcome or welcome back. If you already listened to a previous episode, thank you so much for being here again with me and listening to another episode of mine. This is the second episode. Today is going to be a little bit different than the last one. I did a September favorites last week, which is fun and all, but I kind of want to direct this podcast also towards mental health and self-help. And this is the first episode in that realm. So today we're talking about the importance of clearing your mind and I will be talking about why I think it's important and how you can do that. I'm going to talk about different methods and explain them to you and tell you about my personal experience with them. Before I start, I want to have a quick moment to say thank you to everyone for listening. I was looking at the numbers on the Spotify for Podcasters website and it was like 30, no, not 30 people, almost 30 people, I think, that listen to my podcast, which is really weird and scary (laughs) especially thank you to my friends who texted me and let me know that they loved it or told me it inspired them that's what i want with this podcast so i'm honored that you guys are listening to it so thank you so much for listening and anyone else who's listened as well i posted this on like the first episode i only shared it with four of my best friends and with my mom and last week i posted it on tiktok which was very scary for me and on my close friend story and some people listened because of that i think so i love you thank you guys so much for listening it was very scary but very rewarding i feel so fulfilled making this podcast for you guys and hearing that you guys liked it so that makes me really happy i think it will continue to stay a little bit scary and the thought that people listening to my voice is a little scary but it's the best way to battle my anxiety exposure therapy so we're gonna keep going so i wanted to start the episode with a little thing i want to do weekly which is called the weekly report i don't know if you guys have seen it i've only seen it on tiktok maybe it's also coming to instagram each letter and report stands for something the r is for reading the e is for eating etc. I thought that's a cute way to start every week and do a quick roundup of the things that I'm loving in the last week. And then I want to tell you guys the focus of my week or the goal of my week and what I set for myself. Then we're going to get into the topic. I think that would be a good idea. I'm going to try it out and we'll see how it goes. (laughs) We're going to start with the weekly report. So the first thing is reading. I'm reading Normal People. This book has been on my list for a very long time. I think for a couple years now. I think in COVID times it became very popular on TikTok, on BookTok and and I've had it on my e-reader for a while, but I never got to it. And now my roommate had a physical copy and I could borrow it from her. So I finally started last week and I love it. It's a very good book. I think I'm about three quarters of the way through. It's a good story. I wish that the show was still available on Amazon Prime because I know it's a very, very good show and I really wanted to watch it, but I cannot find where it's available. I cannot find it if I Google it. So that's a bummer. I really hope I can see the show sometime. But for now, really enjoying the book. I think I'll finish it this weekend. I'm trying to read 10 pages every day. It's a very easy read. So that's nice. Then the E is for eating. I've been eating a lot of figs. They were on sale at the grocery store. And I love figs. I think figs are my favorite fruit next to raspberries. They're so good. I love them. And they're fall fruit. So it's fig season right now. And 
me is happy. I'm very happy. I eat like two of them a day. I love them. And then healthy breakfasts as well. I've been eating protein heavy, savory breakfasts this week instead of my normal yogurt bowl or oatmeal. And I've noticed that my sweet cravings, I have such a sweet tooth. The last few weeks, I had to have something sweet after every meal. And I was like having that craving. I always had protein in the morning because I was eating Greek yogurt, but now I'm just eating an omelet. I have zero sweet cravings all day and I stay full way longer. It's very nice to not have that sweet craving after every meal you know especially i'm really trying to eat healthy and it makes it really nice that i'm eating healthy staying full and not craving sweets all day every day that makes it a little easier you know the p in report is for playing this week i'm playing with my hair i'm so bad at hair i don't have difficult hair i have a lot of hair but i have fine hair so if i style it, it doesn't stay that way very easily i have been loving the blowout look with rollers and stuff i've been trying to perfect that for like years now but i've really been putting the time in this week again to really try and get better at hair. I did it today. It looked pretty damn good. So I'm very proud of myself. So I think I'm getting there. Slowly but surely I'm getting there. So that's my playing of the week. Then obsessing, which is the O. I've been obsessing over my new bag. It's a long shop bag. I got it for my mom for my birthday. Well, my birthday was in June. So like four months ago. <laughs> I didn't know what I wanted for a birthday gift, so I got nothing from my mom. But she said, you have to pick a birthday gift, you know. So I finally went to the store last weekend to pick it up. It was very scary for me. It was a luxury store. The bike were for people who live in the Netherlands. Of the dumb. <laughs> it's very scary with all these luxury things and stuff. I don't have a lot of experience in that department. So it scares me a little bit, especially on my own. But I went there and I got the bag. It's a long champ. Le pliage, I think. It's French. And it's navy with brown leather. And I love it. And I'm going to use it for uni too. So I feel like it's a very good bag. I've seen very good things about it. Also the quality and stuff. And I love it. It looks so chic. Oh, I love it. I'm in my navy era. I love everything navy and white and brown. I think those are my colors for fall. I was talking last week about how I need to get new clothes. I'm looking for navy, cream, white and brown stuff. But I love navy and my bag with brown and navy and gold hardware will fit perfectly with that. So that's my little obsession of this week and probably over the next few months too. <laughs> then the second R in report is for recommending. The thing I'm recommending to you this week is winding down at night. I've never really done this. I've always just done my little night routine, which is longer than the night routine of most people I know. So <laughs> I always take so long, but that's another story. But I never really wind down. I'm just on my phone and then I get into bed and I you know, go to bed. But I don't sleep very well at night, especially with anxiety and stuff. It's so hard to sleep sometimes. I'm always playing music and stuff to sleep. I have a special Spotify playlist with all my songs that I listen to before I go to sleep, so I fall asleep to them. I've been really focusing on winding down at night and giving myself the opportunity to wind down. So going to bed early, but also getting really early, taking a nice warm shower, doing my skincare, and then reading a book or something, like not going on your screen, even if it's watching a movie or something just not go on your screen and journal or read a book it has helped my sleep so much oh my gosh i've done this two times in the last week i've never had such a good night of sleep in my life with that i started taking my magnesium at night i started taking magnesium a few months ago because it's supposed to help with anxiety so i started taking it noticed that really helped but i took it in the mornings and i really struggle with being tired and not having energy i've struggled with that for years now as a result of my anxiety i noticed 
noticed that didn't really go away. So I started taking my magnesium at night and it truly made such a difference. I sleep so much better. I noticed if I take it directly before bed, I have a really hard time waking up in the morning. I don't know why, maybe it's in my head, I don't know. But I try to take it about an hour before I go to bed and then I go to bed and I wake up and I'm fresh and I have the best night of sleep. So that is my recommendation. So wind down at night, don't go on your phone. I know it's boring, but read a book and then take some magnesium. Well, you can take magnesium if you want to. That's my recommending. And then the last letter is a T, which is for treating. So this week I treated myself to working outside of the house. A couple days ago, I went to a hotel that's near us to work in the lobby, get a drink, get a coffee. I stayed there all day. I stayed there for like six hours straight and it was amazing. I was so focused. I'm always so focused and productive whenever I go out of the house, but I am still a student. So I have to take care of my money and going out every day and buying a drink. It adds up. It's a lot of money. So this week I treated myself to a nice day working outside of home and it was such a good day. So that was my weekly report. We're going to get into the focus or my goal of the week. My focus of the week this week is really getting into a routine and getting into a work routine because I am starting a new job. I'm starting a medical job, which I haven't done in a while and I haven't done anything medical since February. So I really have to get into that, but I'm studying for that. I am working on my own podcast and I'm also editing another podcast from my uncle who has a podcast since a few weeks. It's the We Factor podcast. It's in Dutch. If you're Dutch and you're interested in personal development and career advice and stuff it's a really fun podcast and the first real episode uploaded i think if you hear this on saturday it uploaded yesterday so go listen to it it's a very fun conversation i already edited that podcast next to those jobs and my own podcast I am still getting my driver's license, so I have driving lessons, and I am really prioritizing my personal things, so I'm really trying to get into a routine, and this week has been so good, I've been so productive, I've done so much, and I'm so proud of myself, because I really haven't done a lot over the last few months, to be honest, I really needed the rest, so I was a little scared that I couldn't focus or anything if I needed to study again, but I'm really enjoying it, I'm really enjoying being productive and getting the things done and working on all these different things at the same time, so that's the focus of this week and it's going really well so far it's thursday today so the week's almost over but i am trying to get this up on saturday so you can get some inspiration for next week i have been rambling for 15 minutes i will cut it down a little bit in the editing but i don't want to make it too long so we're going to get into the topic of today which is the importance of clearing your mind I think that's what I'm gonna call it. I wanted to start with why I think you should clear your mind and then I'll give you some options how to do that. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Let's get into it. So why? For me personally, clearing your mind is very important for me. I really have to make time to do that every week or every day. I struggle with overthinking a lot and I think a lot of people do. I have a lot of thoughts every day and not all thoughts are thoughts that you should listen to. For me personally, I have a very negative thinking bias. That means that basically my brain just tends to form everything very negatively. I think very negative very easily. So a lot of the thoughts that I have are very negative but they don't have to be. I don't have to be thinking those thoughts, you know? It's very important to figure out where those thoughts came from. For me, it's learned thinking patterns that will probably stay with me for a very long time, and I will be having these negative thoughts for a very long time, but I am recognizing that those thoughts are learned thoughts or thoughts that have become a reflex because of things that I have experienced and learned in the past, but knowing I learned to think them, they might not be true or that 
valid in that situation makes it easier to not let them influence you. When you clear your mind, you get rid of these thoughts and you can think more clearly. When you release your negative thoughts, you also make space for positive thoughts and for focus. I think that's why it's really, really important to clear your mind from time to time. If you're always thinking about the same situations, about the same things, insecurities, the world, I don't know, you simply do not have the mental capacity to focus on other things like studying, like the real things that are happening in your life right now and to think positive things. It's really important to clear your mind of those negative things and make space for more positive and useful thoughts and use your brain capacity for good instead of entertaining these thoughts that might not even be true or useful at the moment, you know? Another thing why I really like to clear my mind is to find new insights inside of my brain. The main one I use is writing. I'll get into this later. But writing is great for me because I think way faster than my ability to write them down is. So writing my thoughts down really makes sure that I slow down my thinking and makes me really notice all my thoughts. My anxious negative thoughts might overpower my normal day-to-day thinking sometimes it's way better now if i'm struggling that's what i'm thinking about most of the day unconsciously you probably know way more and are way wiser than you think you are but those thoughts don't have the chance to come through because your negative or anxious thoughts are like ruling your brain from day to day sometimes when i'm very anxious or very insecure or in doubt and i start writing sometimes a thought just pops into my head and i'm like wow That's it. It's like a light bulb moment. I think it really helps to clear your mind of those overwhelming negative thoughts to make space for these thoughts as well. And they can really help you get further in your decision making journey, life, you name it. So the final thing why I think you should clear your mind from time to time and document it is to look back on your process. This is mostly for people who are struggling with things. It's good to look back on your process. This episode is most about writing in the context of clearing your mind and putting your thoughts onto paper, which is very good to read back. I think if you're a little bit further in life, you can see where you were years ago and be so proud of all the work that you did and the place that you got to, to be able to look back on these documentations that you made of your brain at the time and look back and see how you've changed over time. I think that's very fun. I'm a very sentimental person, so I like that. Those were my four reasons why I think you should clear your mind from time to time. Now I'm going to give you, let's count, one, two, three, four, five ways to clear your mind and I'm gonna explain how you can do them why I like them or not and maybe you can find some inspiration and do it too so I did two main things I did through writing or through talking we're gonna start with writing so I already talked about journaling last week how I have been doing it and it's really made a difference for me and one of my best friends was like I'm very curious about journaling but I don't know how to start so that's what I'll be telling you you can do journaling in two ways the way that's easiest to start if you have never journaled before is using journal prompts so basically what journaling is if you have no idea it's just writing in a diary or in a notebook or on a piece of paper i have a journal basically it's just a notebook it's called journaling i don't know why and the easiest way to start is using prompts journal prompts 
what are journey prompts? Well, journal prompts are questions or sentences that you can answer for yourself through writing. You can search the journal prompts. I always use Pinterest, but you can also search on Google, on TikTok, on Instagram. I have a Pinterest board full with prompts. I don't know if it's on private. I'll link it in the description of the episode so you guys can take a look there if you like to. I think I already separated them in different categories as well. You can just look up journaling prompts morning, journaling prompts night, journaling prompts getting to know yourself, journaling prompts letting go of something, journaling prompts finding confidence. I don't know, whatever you want to write about, you can just look it up and they come up with tons of questions. You can just pick a few, you don't have to do everything. I know that when I started, I did this and then I got a picture with like 20 journal prompts and I wanted to do all of them and it took me two hours, you know? That's not a good way to start. That's not motivating at all. It takes so much time. Pick a few, two, three, five maybe to start or one. You can also do one or make your own or do one and then think about the others, the things you want to do. You can combine, you can do everything. You just pick a few questions and you just sit down and think to yourself about the questions. You can answer these any way you like. You can answer them in one sentence. You can answer them in three pages. You can do everything that you want. I like to do a daily journal and also a weekly and a monthly. And I use the same prompts every time. I switch them up from time to time. I switch them if I feel like I need different prompts. A couple years ago when I started, I started because of my therapist. She told me to start. Like I said, I had a really negative thinking bias. So So I really worked on seeing positive things every day. She made me write down three positive things every day. This was because I was struggling with anxiety and my mental health so much that sometimes it would feel like there was nothing positive to a day. And it's really important to think about the fun things in life. So I would have to write down three fun things that happened that day. But you can also do a thing you like about yourself, three things you like about yourself. I always think it's good to write down what you're grateful for, but you can just tend these to whatever you need in the moment. So the prompts, I'm going to look them up in my journal right now. I don't know them, but I have a few. And I write these out daily. So the first thing I do in the morning when I wake up is I go to the bathroom, I put in my contacts, I brush my teeth, I drink my green juice and I make my tea and then I journal in the first 30 minutes. And I don't go on my phone. It's really important to do these as fast as you can in the morning when you have no distractions because you really set the tone for your day. That's why I really like morning journaling. I also do it at night when you just write a little piece about your day. But these are the things that I do in the morning. I write down three things that I'm grateful for. This can be anything. For today, for example, I wrote having a good night of sleep. You can also do, I'm grateful for sunny weather. I'm grateful for my mom. I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for the nice sweater that I bought. I'm grateful for the compliment I got from someone yesterday. You know, you can write down anything. Maybe it sounds silly, but if you're grateful for something, something makes you happy, it's valid. So write it down. It doesn't have to be big. It can be small as well. So I write down three things that I'm grateful for. Then I write write down how I'm feeling right now at the moment. Am I sleepy? Am I tired? Am I motivated? Am I anxious? Am I... I just write it down in one sentence. Then I write down one thing I'll do for myself today. This is very personal. You don't have to do this. I'm just giving you examples of what you can do every day. I struggle with prioritizing myself. So I think of one tiny thing, can be a tiny thing, can be a big thing, can be a fun thing or a not so fun thing. And I sit down in the morning and I think, what would really help me today? Sometimes it's a to-do I've been putting off forever. For example, 
had some bank issues. I needed to call the banks and I really didn't want to, but that'll help me if I do that today, you know? It's self-care to do hard things, do the things that you're procrastinating. That's self-care as well. And sometimes it's get a bagel or get a sweet treat or go to bed early or don't do your work and have fun, you know? It can be anything. Then I write down three to-dos. Same range. It can be a big thing, a small thing, a fun thing, and not so fun thing. I like to do a combination of easy, small things and bigger things. For today, I had to study. I had to upload the other podcast I edited and I had to do my driving lesson, for example. But I don't write those three things down because that's not fun if your to-do list is three big things. I wanted to do a workout this morning. That was one to-do. I wanted to fold my laundry, that was one to-do, and then maybe the other to-do, my third to-do today was get body lotion. You know, small things. It might be small, but if you can take it off at the end of the day, that feels good. So make it not only big things, make it small things you can do. Make it fun things as well. So put in your to-do list, text your friend to hang out. I want to go shopping because that's on my to-do list. I really want to do that today. Write that down. Okay, then I write down a little on my mind section. I don't know what you like to call it. I don't like the word brain dump. It's basically a brain dump, but I don't like the word. So I title it on my mind. So I do on my mind. And then I just write down the rest of the page with what's on my mind. I can write about being anxious. I can write about being excited. I can write about the tasks you have to do. Just empty your thoughts onto the paper. That's everything I do. Sometimes that section, really long. Oh, I also title it at the top. I do the date, the day, and the time that I'm writing. Usually I just fill one page. If my head is full that day, I can write two or three pages. There's just with the on my mind thing. If I have the time, I'll do that. I'll empty my head. So that's what I do every day in the morning. It takes me maybe seven minutes. It's really not that long. It seems like a lot, but it's not. You'll get used to it. And it's okay. If you don't have a lot of time, do two prompts. That's okay too. Try some things out. Don't be afraid to change them up. I really try to go with my intuition. If I feel like I need different prompts, I just change some of them. If I feel like I don't like a certain prompt, I delete it and pick a new one. You can really fill this in however you like. Okay, that was a really long ramble about journaling with journal prompts. This is how you get started. So I really wanted to explain that very broadly and give you guys examples. So that's journaling using prompts. Again, I will link the Pinterest board with all the prompts in my description under the podcast. So you can go there and check out the journal prompts if you want to get started. Or you can use mine. Feel free. Next is free journaling, which is also something I used to do. Sometimes I switch back and forth and I don't do any prompts. I just do free journaling. You just have to see what works for you. It can change in a moment. Now I'm doing prompts. A couple months ago I was doing only free journaling. So you can switch it up. If you don't like it, switch it up. It doesn't matter. It's purely for you. So see what works for you and do that. I'm not here to judge. No one's here to judge. If it works for you, you do it. So what's free journaling? just writing about something. If you know you're struggling with a certain situation, you can think of that beforehand and really write about that situation. Or if you feel like your mind is just cluttered with a lot of different things or with something you don't know what it is, just start writing. And as I mentioned before, if you're writing, your thoughts will slow down because your hand with the writing cannot keep up with the speed of your thoughts. You're gonna have to slow down your thoughts and you will get to what it is. Just keep writing. If I write, If I free write, 
sometimes I schedule in a chunk of my time to do free writing because I know I have to do it about a certain topic and it always helps. Sometimes it takes a long time or a lot of energy, but it always helps so much. You can write about one subject, you can just start writing and drift off into other things. You can do everything, it doesn't matter. I think free journaling is really good to get through really tough things. Sometimes I spend an hour on writing about one thing, but I always feel so much better afterwards. Everything's out of your brain. You literally feel lighter if you're really struggling with a difficult topic. Sometimes I even like to think about quotes or advice that I've heard about a certain topic and write my thoughts around that quote or piece of advice. What I think about it, what I find good, what I don't find good. And then I make the advice or the quote my own, which really helps as well to deal with certain things that you're struggling with. That's what I do with free journaling. As I said, I use this more as a from time to time thing. If I'm really struggling with something and I feel the need to really get it out, I will free journal. If you're not someone who likes to use prompts, you just want to free write for like five or ten minutes every morning and night, perfect. Do that. Works wonders as well. Just get it out. Then it's gone. It's on paper. It's not in your head anymore. And you won't have to think about those things. It's gone which is great. That's the two ways to journal. The last way for writing to clear your mind is writing a letter, especially to someone. If you have struggles or unresolved issues with someone, you can imagine writing them a letter. You actually write them a letter. You use their name, you write down everything you want to say, and then you don't send it. You can send it if you want. If you're doing this to just clear your mind of something, don't send it, obviously, but you can if you want to. I'm not here to stop you. But I would think really good about that before you do. <laughs> you can just keep it in your journal or your notebook. You can throw it away. You can burn it. I've seen people say you have to burn it. I have never done that. And please be careful if you are burning your letters. I've seen a lot of people say that this really helps people to get through unresolved issues with people that they really cannot talk to anymore. Physically not possible anymore. Or if they're just not in your life anymore. And I think it's, the idea is really good. That you can just write everything down you want to say to someone. And then just throw it away and it's gone. Again, I'm not really much of a letter writer, so I cannot say much about this, but I would suggest you give it a try. Just try out everything, I would say, and see what fits you and what you feel good after and what fits your situation as well. That's the writing. Then we're going to get into talking. I have two ways to clear your mind through talking. The first one is to someone else and the second one is talking to yourself. So we're going to start with talking to someone else, which is obvious. It can be a friend, can be a family member, a colleague or a therapist. I really recommend therapy to everyone who has access to it and thinks they can benefit. I think everyone, point blank, can benefit from going to therapy. They're great to talk to because they're not connected to your personal life. They don't know these people. For me, it was really helpful when I started therapy to have someone that could objectively look at my situation and tell me what was going on. I always had the feeling that I was overreacting to things that were happening to me. And she was like, no, you're not. That's not normal. And I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> that can feel really good. I know there are also like websites online that you can talk to a stranger, if you like, to chat with someone about these kinds of things. So you can also just Google that and talk to them. This is a very well-known way to clear your mind and to get rid of your emotions and thoughts. I do want to say, obviously, obviously, 
let's get that clear you're free to tell people and your friends what you're dealing with you deserve people listening to you and helping you that's what friendships are for that's what relationships are for but i do want you to be careful not to overwhelm others with your problems and emotions again you should be able to vent to your friends but be mindful of them as well different people can handle different amounts of your struggles and the same people can handle different things at different stages of their life i've had friends that would overload me with problems and feelings they were having when i really couldn't handle that at the moment i really wanted to be a good friend so i did still listen to them later i found out that i was really neglecting myself in doing so so i don't recommend that don't do that please if you cannot handle that be a bad friend and don't respond think of your own mental health first that can be very hard i struggle to tell people what i'm dealing with because i'm scared of doing this i'm not saying don't talk to others but i am saying be self-aware and mindful and take care of your friends too and if you're the friend in this story and you notice that your own mental health isn't good enough to respond to the amount of emotions or problems someone's having and they need support from you that you cannot give in that moment please make sure if you can and if you're comfortable with that to set your boundaries i think your friend would really appreciate that if they knew why you aren't responding and if they're a good friend they will respect your decision and your effort to let them know that's the only thing i want to say on this topic so the final way of clearing your mind i want to talk to you guys about today is talking to yourself which might sound a little weird well i am talking to myself right now or i'm talking to you guys but In this moment, when I'm recording this, I am talking to myself. This can be in many different ways. This can be on video. This can be just a recording. This can be just in the air. You don't have to document anything if you don't want to. You can just talk out loud. I did this a lot when I studied in Canada. Again, sorry, always bringing up Canada. I won't stop. I'm already warning you. If you cannot handle it right now, I'll talk about Canada probably every episode. Not sorry, really. It was a great time. So I had to take the bus back from my university to where I was living. So I would walk from my final class of the day to the bus stop, like a few bus stops over. So it was like a 10 minute walk. And I would just have my headphones plugged into my phone and talk out loud in Dutch because no one in Canada could understand. So that was great. I could just talk out loud like I was on the phone. It looks like you're on the phone. That's the smart thing. You just have your earphones in. It just looks like you're on the phone if you're walking somewhere. But I was just rambling. I wasn't calling anyone. I was just rambling about whatever I did that day or whatever I was struggling with. And it really helped me so much. It was great. I think talking to yourself is a little bit more efficient. If you want to clear your mind, you have a lot of different thoughts. Because you can talk a lot faster than you can write. Thinking is the fastest. That goes the fastest. Then you can talk. That's a little bit slower, but still fast. And then writing is again, a little bit slower. So if you talk, you can get more thoughts out. The downside to this is that you can overwhelm yourself with all the thoughts you're thinking and you cannot keep up with talking about it or you'll get overwhelmed through all the different topics that you're talking about. In writing, it's a little bit easier because you have it in front of you. It's a little bit more structured. If you're just talking out loud, you can get sidetracked and overwhelmed. But it's way faster than writing for me personally. I used to have a diary when I was like 14 and I tried to write every day. My mom always told me when I was little and I would tell about my day or 
tell her story. I would tell stories so detailed that she would just say alien details and I was just like oh, oh okay because I was telling the story so long with all the tiny things that she didn't need to know about to understand the story you know. I am this way in writing as well so I write down every little detail. So I would be just writing an hour every day at night. Well I don't have that time unfortunately. So talking to yourself is a lot quicker <laughs> if you have a lot of thoughts like me. I just recorded my voice on the voice recorder on my phone. I never listened to it. I never did anything with it. I think it's still on my phone but it's just good to get your thoughts out and I feel if I record it I keep talking because if I just talk into open air you can get sidetracked really easily or just stop. Pretend you're recording a podcast and you're telling someone about what you're going through. That really helps to keep going and you know get everything out. You can do that. You can do it with your earphones. You can do it walking outside. You can do it inside your home. You can even sit down with a microphone and do it. Do whatever you can and want to do and are comfortable with. I thought about different ways you can do this. You can also do it in vlogging style. Take videos of yourself. You can do it on your laptop. I know a lot of people take videos on their laptop talking about what they're going through. They just do the photo booth on their laptop and talk to their screen, which helps them. You can do it on your phone. You can do it through Snapchat and put it in a little private story with no one or just put it in your memories. You can do all kinds of things. Just pretend you're talking to someone. It always really helps me to or talk to a camera or talk to a microphone of some sort. It almost feels like you're being heard by another person, even though that's not the case, obviously. But it really helps me to, again, clear my mind and get these thoughts out like you're talking to someone sometimes i think that's the thing there's this saying that sometimes girls i think just people in general not only girls but sometimes people need to be heard and sometimes people need to be given advice and that's why people sometimes struggle with communication and deciding what to do when another person comes to them with a problem. I think a lot of people are very advice-oriented, so they immediately give advice. But a lot of the time, for me at least, you just want to be heard. And I think this way, it almost feels like you're being heard. You don't need a response. So it's not a bad thing that you don't get a response because you just want to get it out, you know? So then you have a video or recording with what you're going through. You can obviously send it to people you can do something with it i personally don't i just recorded it on my phone and then as i said it's still on my phone you can delete it if you want to it doesn't really matter just matters that it's out i think that's it i think i touched on everything that's my episode i hope it was i don't know it doesn't feel as structured it feels like i drifted off a lot i just have a lot to say on this topic so it's longer than the last one i hope you guys enjoyed and got a little inspiration or ideas on how to clear your mind i think it's very healthy to do so sometimes it's not necessary to share all your thoughts with someone else to get through it you can just get through it by yourself which is very freeing if you don't need anyone else to process your thoughts and emotions and feelings you can do it on your own i think that's a superpower if you can do that yeah i think so i really recommend that you try it sometime this week before the next episode comes out and tell me what you thought of it please let me know what you think of this episode i'll put the question box down below again i don't think anyone responded people did text me though so you can text me too i like that too or dm me or anything but please let me know what you think about this episode if you enjoyed it if you have any tips please leave a rating as well on spotify i think i have about four reviews right now i'd love it if you guys leave a five-star review thank you have a great rest of your day or weekend or week thank you so much for listening again and i'll talk to you guys next week love you bye